Hello, you creeps, and welcome to Random Podcast on a fucking Tuesday. What episode is this? 151. Jesus, can you believe it? Can you believe it? Only yesterday we were four, and now it's 151. Wow. Amazing. Fun times. Fun fucking times for all of us here at Random Podcast with me, Marquez. How's it going, creeps? Are you doing well? Are you going mental inside? Have you lost your mind? Have you lost your balls? Have you lost your libido? What are you losing? What are you gaining? You're definitely putting on weight, I feel. Uh, you're losing your sanity, I feel. And everyone's going to come out of this a little bit dumber and a little bit fatter, except for me. I seem to be getting more in shape, so that's a 90 here, I'm sure, for you. Um, but you're getting fatter and dumber. And you've had all those lies you used to tell yourself, if I had this time to do this, if I had that time to do that, and now you're doing nothing. You're doing nothing but baking bread. Why is everyone baking bread? Why is everyone baking banana bread? I never really, I heard about that was like a niche thing. Banana bread. I know one girl, Sophia, she made banana bread. And she's the only person I've ever seen make banana bread consistently as a thing. And now her her little niche is over. Her little niche has been ruined by everyone made why banana bread? I don't get it. You know you can go to the shop and buy bread. I've never seen any shop yet that's run out of bread, be it banana, normal, rye, wheat, bran, oat, brown, or the classic white. The classic supremacist of bread, the white bread. And who would have known after all these years white bread would be the worst bread for you? Surprising because it's white supremacist. It's a white supremacist. White bread is really the white supremacist of bread. Um, and that's that's what the theme of today is going to be: the white supremacists of bread. Um, you know, they're everywhere. You look around. People have white bread. They don't know better. It's like being racist and not knowing. That's what white bread. Um. Is like it's 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 an unaware old person who doesn't realize that they're still racist. That's what white bread is now for us people. You gotta move on, go on to some brown bread. That's where you get the real flavor. That's where you get the real the jive of life, as no one calls it, the jib of life. Who knows? We're already off on a fucking tangent, but that's the whole point. There is no main path. There's no main course. This is a help yourself buffet. You can eat what you want. You can take a lot of starter. You can take too much melon. Buffets, Jesus, buffets are going to take a knock after this shortly. Spreading germs, hands everywhere, feet everywhere. People keep asking me, they're like, oh, I you can't wait to get back hugging people. You don't know me. You don't know me if you think I'm into hugs. I grew up in Ireland. A barren lifestyle, no hugging, no touching, no emotional, outward, physical, or verbal of any kind. You just got to nod and nod and blink and hope that person knows you're okay to me <laughs> that's the best you get i can't even fake saying oh i love you that feels alien oh i just got a weird chill in my body do you ever like i remember one time i've jumped off my roof because me and my brother were bored i've definitely told this story recently but i'll tell it again because there's no point everything's falling apart so you might as well repeat yourself now um me and my brother were bored at home and 
his bedroom had like a second there was like the smaller roof and then you the bigger roof the bigger roof was above my bedroom so this is only one story up and uh we jumped off the roof and uh i got this pain through my legs i was in slippers so that wasn't smart and a dressing gown because i thought i would be like superman wings in the air maybe like batman that was it i was trying to be batman and i was trying to do a jump off the roof the high roof do a big jump and land like batman with the cape spread out and i'd land and i'd crouch as i landed and there would be women there and i would say ladies and i'd run off with the 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 dressing gown covering my face and they couldn't see me they could only see my eyes and they'd say who's that mysterious handsome fuck fuck that's what they used to call me back in ireland the fuck fuck who's that handsome fuck fuck and i'd be like oh i gotta actually i put on this voice oh, i gotta go i gotta go <coughs> how did he fucking do that in the movie that Kristen bale putting his voice on like that why is he not coughing all the time maybe he doesn't have corona like myself still think i have it some days for no reason whatsoever it's raining here in l.a the cold weather sniffling oh i've got corona taste i couldn't taste the other day but it was just i could taste i just burnt my tongue started licking my arm started licking the wall you never know what can you taste i tasted some wall mm, plaster nice mm, wall paint okay i don't have the chronic still taste paint so that's nice you know drinking paint passing away the time but yeah i remember jumping off that roof and in my slippers and i hit the, f- hit the ground this is a wet garden room my dad's nice green lawn as you, as as I want to do, I'd love to, I love ruining lawns, and um, and I landed with a thud, and a pain went through my body. That was the most bizarre pain ever, and it went and it made me feel ill. It was a quick shot through my heels, up my shins, through the hamstrings, hit my anus, hurt my back, reached my head, and I went ah. As I flopped, I flopped to the ground, uh, very un-Batman-like. I was, uh, there was ladies walking by, and they laughed, and they said, Look at Mark, the fuck-fuck, he's fallen over again. And I said, ladies, don't look at me. And I fell to the ground in pain, severe pain. But it was a flash, but I remember the pain to the day. I remember the smell of the freshly cut grass, the smell of rain on the grass. Um, and I remember mostly the feeling it gave me and the feeling it gave me was the same uncomfortable feeling i said even just now jokingly saying i love you <laughs> that's that's what i wanted to tell you what that feeling like pretending to say i love you oh i get a shudder through my bowels up the back hits my cheeks my mouth says stop my brain says no my heart says please please don't do it to us so that's how alien it feels um if you think i'm up for hugging when this is over nope (laughs) i'm good i'm okay some guy tried to fight me today i was like picking up stuff i was like i was out shopping just lining up outside the store no i was picking something up picking up food i was like waiting they have it all x'd out so you wait here six feet away i'll let jibber um and this old fella he had like a a plastic welding mask on and i must have went like oh a bit of fluffing up my nose or some crap and uh 
I was like just scratching my nose and he was like you just blew your nose and I was like what he's like yeah man you gotta go home you can't be out here blowing your nose I was like what do you want about I didn't blow my nose he's like you're sick you should go home he's 20 feet away but he was trying to fight me I feel and he was an older fella and I was like what do you want about and then the person next to me was like he didn't blow his nose and he was like I saw him do it it's like you definitely didn't you definitely didn't you're very aggressive and then i was waiting in line at a shop and uh i was like what's the dude gonna do spitting me from 20 feet he's obviously afraid i'm gonna get him sick so he's not gonna come over typical that is a typical american way to fight from 20 feet away if i could come over there come on over buddy i'm standing right here i'm waiting to pick up this stuff to go um, and then there was a woman I was waiting in a shop and a woman came in the exit way and I was just standing there and she was like you shouldn't be standing so close to me and I was like what the fuck are you on about I know you're an older woman she wasn't old enough that I felt sorry for her she was just old enough for me to be like ah who's this old fucking bitch which sounds a bit rude, but you know, sometimes you just gotta call people how they are. If they're acting like a fucking idiot, you just gotta be like, alright, you fucking rude fuck. Why are you not polite? Are you upset that you don't have a servant? She seemed upset her maid wasn't allowed work. I don't know, she was an old haggard fucker. You shouldn't be standing here. I'm like, you shouldn't be walking in this way. Come on now, come on now. I'm a very reasonable man, but come on now. Come on now, I'm reasonable until someone sends me um, a conspiracy video and then I'm like, okay, let's fool my brain. Let's jump in here now. I can, I'll can. i tell myself that I'm down for this. Oh, this is hocus pocus. Then I'll start watching it. The, f- the newest one, you ever think your friend is normal and then he'll say something like the queen in England, she gave a speech. I don't know what the fuck is going over, happening over in England. Seems like a fucking mess. She was giving a speech. I didn't even know I'm not looking at it, but she was wearing a green dress and I saw that and then I had a buddy tell me uh, the reason she wore a green dress was because uh, she was giving the green light to the 5G overlords that that was their signal to go, whatever the next stage of their plan. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? What are you on about? 5G? I don't even know this conspiracy theory. There's new 5G uh mobile phone poles gone up and people think that's related it's so dumb it's unreal i say it's so dumb but i have a friend who will send me a video he sent me a five-hour video recently about corona and i was like this is dumb and then i heard the dude say something and i was like okay okay that made a bit of sense now i can uh, let's waste five hours of my day re-watching this then he says something stupid how everyone's a pedophile and <laughs> Oh god! But then he'll straight away he'll be like, "But then, what if it wasn't the bat? What if it was this chemical plant that's?" And you're like, "I just want to. I I can't wait to skip forward and we just see the good movie. Who's gonna write a good movie about this?" And then you, then that's what I'll base my facts on. I don't have time to fucking. My buddy has a theory. He's like, "Ah, with that kind of video, you just take twenty five percent. You you cut away seventy five percent. You just take twenty five percent. You're like, how are you meant to know what's good or bad?" He got me into chemtrails before. What else? Uh, reptilian people. I'd be watching them and I'm like, nah. And then I'd watch them and I'd be like, okay. 
what's that movie that it's not the secret but it's kind of like the, the religious version of the secret how jesus this is the third time they try to make jesus they did it in the egyptian times and the, the jesuits did it and now they did it but they they really got it with catholicism and you're just like oh oh so they tried before and then you're in and then you'll be like chemtrails huh they're not just airplane fuel tracks what are they spraying on us and you're like huh and you'll be like do you remember though everyone got sick at the same time isn't that a coincidence and end up selling flu shots to make up the profit and you're like okay i do remember if it was okay i'm a sheep i'm a sheep color me sheepy We've up to his house too. He's got a jacuzzi. I remember sitting there and boozing. I was boozing. And he'd be telling me stuff. And you know when you're half drunk and it's sunny outside and you're just, you're open. You're an open door. You, you accept new information. You won't shut it down. You're open to the possibility. Chemtrails are true. Maybe everyone is related to each other along the royal bloodline from Jesus. You're like, maybe uh, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage are cousins and lovers at the same time. Who knows? Speculation, but it all adds up. Tom Hanks, nicest guy in Hollywood, but he's connected to Jesus and JFK. And you're like, what? <laughs> really? That's how they get me. They get me drunk. Thank God I don't do meth, because all oh, the dick I'd be sucking. <laughs> Joe Exotic, whatever his fucking name is. That's all you gotta do is booze is my choice of boozing. Booze is my choice of boozing. Now that's one of the more sensible things I've ever said. What's your choice of boozing? Meth, cocaine, weed. Booze is my choice of boozing. And if uh, if meth, if they got me on the meth, oh, you'd just be like, suck a dick. You'd be like, whatever, man. Suck a clit or whatever. Put it in front of me and I'll suck it down. Suck it down. No, you want to suck it up. Whatever, man. Just keep feeding me that good fucking brown brown sugar. What do they call it? I don't know. It's really one of those. Uh, this podcast probably had a lot more potential if I ever researched. I've ever thought of what's coming out of my mouth, but I don't. And I'd say that's about the highs and lows now are all together in one. Maybe I should do one, take some meth. And just start doing an old podcast. Oh, the fun we wouldn't have. Imagine the rambles I'd be going on. I would be saying, ah, ah, my my veins are itchy. <laughs> I heard that's the worst thing about heroin. It's meant to be unreal. The highest high, the nicest feeling. And then your bones get itchy. Oh, that's horrendous. Imagine your bones got itchy. Jesus, it's bad enough. I, I've got itches. If I'm, I can't sleep in someone else's bed, I get itches unless I'm drunk, sober. I would be like, ah, I'm itching, my body's revolting, go home. I prefer sleeping alone. Sue me. Someone out there wants to sue me, there's a good reason. Why are you suing him? Because he prefers to sleep alone. Ah, lifetime <laughs> for his. Fuck. I thought you were going to take my money, put me in jail. Yeah, you deserve it, you fucker. And I'm mean, like, am I a fuck fuck? And, uh, the judge will say, yeah, you're a fuck fuck. This is what you get for jumping off roofs and pretending to say, I love you. You don't have feeling you're going to get it every day in jail. See, that's why I should not do that. this podcast on meth because I'm doing it now fully sober. And uh, it's not going well. You know, when you're having sex and you're you're in the middle of it and you're like, I don't think this is good. <laughs> I don't think this is it's, it's good for me. But I don't think 
you should start singing. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Start singing. Sing a little bit of George Mike. I can be a father figure. Put your baby hand in my Wake me up before you go, go less. Just sing a medley of George Michael. Sets the mood. Penis will go soft and you'll go home. Sit and have a cup of tea. And you'll sleep away the shame. Having booze in about four weeks almost. Four weeks Friday. So my shame levels are low, which is unfortunate because I kind of like shame. I'm a sadomasochist, whatever, <laughs> whatever that thing is. Let me Google it. No, I won't. It's the rule. I can't Google, so I'm a sadomasochist. I think my kink clearly is that I like the shame of it all. No shame from no boozing. So now my only shame is if I accidentally click on someone's fucking Instagram live. And now I'm in there, and it's like, uh, it's as bad, actually, if um, you click on someone and they've got, like, four people, and they're like, hey, Mark, join us. And you're like, oh, fuck, get out of here, get the fuck, and you're out, and you're free. You've gotten that sense. Why do I feel shame for them? I want to feel shame for me. It's much more enjoyable. It's productive. It makes, it motivates me to stop being a bum. Um but it's even worse if I half know someone. Just say it's a girl and she... Uh, maybe we were texting before or we hooked up. I don't know. And then I click in because it keeps coming on Instagram. How the fuck do you get it away so you stop? If you're trying to like hit something up top of the Instagram, you can accidentally click in. And you're just like, oh, fuck, no. And it's her and her new boyfriend or something. I should really unfollow. But sometimes they're stupid and I like to look at them just to be like, fuck, I dodged the bullet and then I'll mock their profile. Um, but it's just, then <laughs> you can see them being like, oh, look, at, and then they stop reading because they're like, oh, there's that Irish dickhead. <laughs> oh, there's that fucking cunt, huh? I thought he was going to be nice, but no, he didn't accept me and my stupid personality. I feel like you can't get upset. If someone isn't into you because your personality is a bag of fucking cat shit. <laughs> you know, like I project, I do project, I project uh, you being a fun person. I feel like I can't be at fault. That's that's how oblivious I am. I, I, in my head, I made you out to be a fun person. And then we met and I realized you speak in plateaus. You read The Secret or you read one um, Malcolm Gladwell book. And that's all you say now is you you think these basic fucking, you know, if you want to motivate yourself, that comes from within. And you're like, okay. <laughs> What's, you're like, I watch a lot of Gary V. <laughs> if you fucking if Gary V is your hero we're never going to uh, it's never going to work that's fair, the Gary V effect if you're a fan of Gary V I don't mind him in a sense but also like he's a charlatan what the fuck does he do? he's like a motivator online, he's just full of shit um, and he's like what's that other fucking dude with the glasses I don't know, they're all harsh at people but if someone starts quoting them to me, I'm like, all right, time. Oh, Ty Lopez, that's another guy. Jeez, what a fucking bullshitter this guy is. America's unreal for that. They'll suck in all your money and you'll be like, I'm going to be like you. You're like, you're not. <laughs> if you're really successful, 
it's like jesus worlds are given up but this is the it's the quarantine you know you, you can't no physical touch not i haven't been bored enough yet that i've answered a facetime um so that's been nice i've yet to reach that low a couple of people are phoning me no thank you if i feel like if you do i don't like chit-chatting on facetime because this is how i feel if you're just doing your own shit you're in a river it's flowing along then you go chit chat and then you're in a face-to-face conversation with someone's like so what else is new (laughs) ah fuck if i wanted to tell you you would have known i would have texted you if you're texting me you don't get facetime privileges also that's why i started a blog people in ireland my buddies my family used to try and phone me it was just so tiring just been used as entertainment. You know, it's a tough life. People just get used and drained. For no one, I'm going to tell my mom. She's like, will you do a phone call? And be like, mom, <laughs> I get paid for a living to tell stories. Um, so if you, want, <laughs> if you want to hear how I'm doing, mom, send me that cash app. <laughs> what a prick you'd be. You know, mom, if you want to hear how my life is going, Venmo me, mom. Stick a few pounds there, stick a few shillings in the old PayPal. Then I'll tell you how all is going. Then I'll tell you how my meals are doing. Then I'll tell you if I'm sleeping well or not. Pay me. <laughs> oh, what a prick. But you know, it's trying times. So, um, <laughs> it's trying times. So, that's what we do. I'm laughing. Do you ever look at your drafts? I'll wake up some nights after some nights and i'll be like what the fuck did i write down again it'll be a joke or something here's one i wrote down the other night (laughs) when my cousin was teaching me how to masturbate i asked him what should i think about and he said a woman and that is the story of why i'm straight (laughs) that'd be hilarious if the first time i was thinking actually this is where it came from i was like how did you know the way you learn a new skill people are like yeah these fucking if you're getting guilt tripped while you're in quarantine, do something productive. Be, you know, write that fucking novel. Write that song. You know, learn the guitar. Learn Spanish. Learn all those things. Nah, you never want to do them. Stop lying to yourself. You just want to get, do what you want. Um, but I was like, why would you try and learn a new skill now? You'd just be bored. If you can do it, Fairfax. I don't have motivation to do anything. I need a deadline. I need to know, oh shit, I'm in trouble. And we go back to the childhood, people. We go back to the childhood. I'm in trouble if I don't get it done in time for the deadline. Oh no. The parents, the school, the principal, the uh, the priests, the whole community, the parish, they'll be ashamed of me. Oh, the shame I bring. That's what my parents used to say to me when I was young, got in trouble. The, the parish if they found out the shame you bring in the family and I'd say oh god I didn't mean to I didn't mean to steal off the deaf people <laughs> oh the shame of it all little did I know they were uh, laying the seeds planting seeds laying and sowing seeds for uh, your sexual future <laughs> oh you like shame well that's going to become part of your sex life now when you're sixth Oh, you're going to think about that now when you're having sex. I'll lose you later. So thank you, Father Jim. Thank you for showing me your penis. And now I think about it every time I have sex with a woman. <laughs> That's so dumb. Um, well, the shame part isn't because that's real and funny. Funny to me. Um, but imagine, I was like, how did you, 
Do you know when you're learning how to masturbate? One of the first things you could have done. Like, how'd you, how'd you figure it out? You just flick it. I don't know. Is it the same for women? They flick it. They flick, flick it, flick. Then they stroke, stroke. Then they're like, oh, what feels good? Or did you have an instructor? I remember we had a, a cousin who was always definitely talking too much. He was like younger than me and my brother. And he definitely admitted stuff before we admitted it. Because like masturbating when we were growing up, we were like, oh, that's gay. It is still kind of gay. If you think about it. Pulling a penis. Oh, I'm doing some stand-up material. You got a little glimpse of stand-up material there for free. I won't be doing that again, you dirty whores. You don't deserve the best. But, um... And he admitted, he was like, yeah, man, be wanking all the time. Just be out there wanking. And we were like, what? No. <laughs> you know, when you're lying, you're like, no, man, I would never do No. And he's like, fucking wanking all the time. He does. One time he was having a wank in a petrol station, which is a garage, if you're listening, in the Mer- in the Americanos, a garage, a uh, shell garage station, say. And he went to the bathroom, and those funny bathrooms where the doors always open to the wide public. And he forgot to lock the door. <laughs> he was horny. He was like a young George Michael. The George Michael effect. The George Michael. That's what we're going to call this episode. For no real reason. Just because we are going to mention him. I'll see if I can bring it in one more time. We already had George Michael during sex. We have George Michael masturbating in public. That's what my cousin was. A little George Michael. And um, he was having a little wank in the public bathroom and someone walked in and an adult man walked in and he just walked in and my cousin was wanking and he said the man just stood there and watched <laughs> he just watched him having a little wank for himself you know how it goes you know a little voyeur and now that's he told us and he was like i said, I said close the door you fucking you fucking stop looking at me wank will ya <laughs> and he just kept watching them and my cousin came and he told us the story and then i was like well wanking huh what's that all <laughs> what's that all about because even though he was younger he was much more mature than the rest of us he was able to admit all his all his devious unholy behavior not the rest of us the rest of us had shame and then he was like you're not even wanking out here in Rochestown." He he lived in a rougher part, and I think to make myself sound cool, I was like, "No, nah, I got pubes." <laughs> I remember telling him I had pubes. We were at a Christmas party too. We were all dressed in our best outfits, eating the finest Christmas turkey sandwiches money could buy. You'd be like, "I got pubes," and I had one pube at the time, and they were like, "Prove it." <laughs> I was like, "I'm not showing you my dick. That's gay." <laughs> They were like, so you're lying to us. So what I did to prove it is I pulled out my pube. <laughs> I waved it in the air. And I said, look at it now. And then I realized it was like um, like Samson and his hair. I lost all my power because I now ha- no longer had pubes. And I went from being a man with one pube to back to being a boy with no pubes. And that was tough. That was tough. It hit me hard. I didn't get another pube again for four years. Um so that was uh, that was a tough time as a low point but what was the story oh yeah so like if you were figuring out how to masturbate and you were like I asked my cousin how do I masturbate and he was like he was teaching me and um, 
and if you're like, what should I think about? <laughs> That's funny because you don't. If you were really clueless, having a wank, you're like, what should I think about? And he's like, think about a woman. You're like, all right. Imagine if he had said, think about a man. And then I was like, all right. And then you just start masturbating, thinking about men, and you're like, am I gay or straight? And that, my friends, is the the origin story of why I'm straight. Because the first time I had a wank, thought about a woman, and um, ever since, you know, it's um, that's just been that's it's just been what I've known all these <laughs> all these years, you know, what I've known all these years. It's funny, like, did you ever hear that song by George Michael? Yes! Yoo-hoo-hoo. We got the third reference in. That's enough to name the chapter out of him. Or the podcast episode after him. Uh, did you ever hear that song? It's Honestly, it's one of my... It has to be top three. I'd say three of my favorite songs are um, Mojo by Lady. French. French duo, I do believe. Um, and then Everything She Wants by uh george michael oh it's a classic classic if you haven't heard it stick it on for yourself it's our old pleasure oh your ears will be dancing dancing to the moon and the third song is hmm first song that came into my head was blood bank by bonnie Vare. so there we go but anyway everything she wants george michael is singing about a woman how everything she wants and you give it to her and it's still not enough and he's just trying to feed the family and she's like you know she wants more and then you're like he was gay the whole time did his cousin tell him that he should be uh thinking about men and he didn't listen to him can't remember the point of the story but you know that's sometimes you you go on a little adventure and then you fuck up and um you mess up doesn't always work it's like i love hearing a word and then i don't really know what the word means but i'll use it all the time that's the same sometimes you just take a chance and you swing and you miss i heard con- cognitive dissonance and uh, I uh, I know what it meant, but I, didn't, I couldn't explain what it meant. That happens a lot of times because I'm getting dumber. I have the knowledge in my brain, but I'm filling it with dumbness. And the dumbness is uh, restricting me from reaching the knowledge. But I know deep down, I'll read and be like, oh, yeah, I knew that. So cognitive dissonance would be, I remember this from Google before. If you know smoking is bad, but you still smoke. You're like, nah, fuck it. But then I heard dissonance on its own, and I was like, oh, I know now it means like disharmony or some shit. But I didn't know what it meant. So now I was just going around and to the postman, I was like, hey, man, I haven't seen the mail. It's like, that's some, you know, it's, it's just dissonance, I suppose. And he'd be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for people who are working out and they have to deal with fucking people talking to them. If they're not people, people. Like, my neighbor, Jesus, they're annoying as fuck. And they were drunk. And there was, like, builders working. I don't know why builders are still essential. They're getting paid, I suppose. But there was a lot of Mexican builders, and they were all just fucking having a laugh and building, doing what they do in the apartment, fixing it up. And, like, a drunk neighbor, and I could hear her going over and being like, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your, your fucking bravery. And to keep working to maintain our safety during these tough times. I just want to say now that without heroes like you, 
we couldn't have the whole world that we have now today. Can I sing you a song? Because they love fucking singing in my apartment, Black. Um, and I, I saw it like a builder just look at her smiling. He said something in Spanish, and all his Mexican buddies started laughing. And I, I felt uh, I felt a kinmanship. I don't need to know what he said, but I know that I enjoyed it. And uh, I hope they say that about me. Behind my back, they'll see me walking by, and they'll say something in Spanish, and they'll laugh at me. That's what keeps them going. These essential workers laugh away, motherfuckers. Laugh away. In these rainy, all I can. I wonder if they can work. This is Irish weather to a T in LA. It's raining. You can't go outside. It's boring. This is what when this is when we'd fuck a bed in Ireland. You're on your own. Your bed's right there. You're horny. The bed is horny. It's a horny situation. Go on, go pump it. All I seem to do recently is just write sex poems, which I suppose is like uh, the same thing as pumping my bed. I'll never change. I'll remain the the same boy I was since I was 12. Um, Writing sex poems, they're flowing out of me because there's fucking nothing else to do. I keep trying to write a script uh, that I'm trying to work on. And the motivation, oh, it's not there. Oh, it's like my dignity when I do these podcasts. It disappears. <laughs> the, the lack of self-respect as I sing into the microphone. Oh, the motivation. Maybe I should go boozing. That'll fucking motivate me. If I go boozing, I'm going to get fucking hammered. And then I'll wake up and I'll be like, you fucking bum. You dirty fuck. Go on. Do something with your life. And I'll write a script. And that's how we make money in this world, people. Shame and self-flagellation. If you're not doing that, then don't talk to me. I can't relate to you on a lot of levels. You, um, you're trying to hug me. No, thank you. Can't relate to huggers. <laughs> people who hug me are going to get upset. Although a lot of people already know that I don't like hugs. And they're like, ah, Ron White. He's a hilarious American comedian legend. Every time I see him, he hugs people. He's a hugger. He'll see me and he'll be like, I'm not going to hug you because I know you won't like it. And we just fist bump. And I'm like, yes, he knows me. He knows me well. He knows I don't like human touch. (laughs) Unless it's a bed. Unless it's a pillow. Unless it's my kissing pillow. Then no, thank you. No, thank you, hugs. My neck has been pulsing for some reason. It's not my glands, but uh, some pulse in my neck. So, you know, obviously, I think I have the corona. Even though I'm unreal at doing nothing. That's what I realized, too. I knew all along I was good at this shit, but I'm unreal at doing nothing. I can stay home at all. The only thing I do missing is boozing and gallivanting. I don't miss boozing and staying at home. That's boring to me. Um, Boozing, gallivanting, and stand-up. That's all I really miss. Um, besides that, not, don't miss much, not much, I'm working out at home, at the start they were bad, but now they're good, I'm in great shape, um, that'll annoy a lot of you, uh, Tubby people, Tubby Tims as we like to call you, uh, Tubby Toms, Tubby Tobies, when, this is a time too when you should take heed, take stock, take, uh, oxtail soup, and, um, 
realize you know you, i hate when people go like this do you, you realize now you gotta like uh just appreciate the small things in life you know you, you appreciate the small things in so i appreciate that i don't have any friends named toby or uh gary <laughs> and that's that's nice you know i don't have to be like toby what are you up to gary <laughs> what, are, what are you doing if i end up having a friend named toby or gary fuck it i'll be bored i'll be very upset I'll go make some bread. No more head. All all we have now is bread. Why? I don't know. Is gluten back on the table? People are they're gonna have big stomachs again, bloated and whatnot. A girl told me the other day. People from before keep hitting me up. That's a bored there. <laughs> they're like, isn't the great time to like uh, what's it called? Romanticize. Ah, oh, maybe that person wasn't that bad. Oh, I remember that person. I got a text the other day from someone's number five blocked, but it was her new number. Guess who? No, thank you. <laughs> I'm not guessing a random fucking number. I got a new number. Guess who? No. And then they try and be friends. You're just like, come on. We blocked. There's no need. We, we we don't really we get on all right in person but text wise and life wise nah we just annoy each other let it go it's like do you ever see dudes and girls will block them and everything and then they start replying to venmo transactions hey hey julie <laughs> i miss you <laughs> like how uh, what, what girl is going to be like oh he commented on my my um electricity bill that i paid my roommate wow he maybe he does love me after all he went to that much of an effort but a girl told me i haven't spoke to her in a while um sometimes sometimes uh sometimes women they find new men and that's okay and they almost get married and then it, it doesn't work out and then they're like what's that fucking fluffy haired irish cunt up to and they'll hit me up and i'll be sitting there twiddling away just having fun and they'll be like what's up well she told me that um one time ages ago we were hooking up and i i complimented her stomach i like nice stomachs walk away here sue me sue me is someone out there sue me and i i like a nice stomach and i was like oh your stomach's looking well something like that just a little compliment and she said something like um oh i haven't been eating in two weeks because i'm so stressed from work so i've literally been starving myself <laughs> and i didn't know what to say because it went from just a nice little uh, here's a compliment here you go now <laughs> to uh oh shit and i didn't know what to say so she's like i've been starving myself it's not good i'm very stressed <laughs> i don't know what to say so i just said ah that's so hot <laughs> Cause I'm a nice guy, you know. I'll still I'll double down on the compliment if you make it real and serious and a bit sad and sorrow. I'll be like, fuck it, no! I was giving you a compliment. I'll make sure you know that I wasn't being disingenuous. I do like. I didn't ask you how you got that stomach. I just said I. <laughs> I just said I liked it, and that's the main thing. The main thing is that I compliment. It was a sincere compliment, and it won't be changed by how. You told me the sad story behind the hot stomach. The sad story behind the hot stomach. If that's not a movie in two years, then 
then who, who what? Then we're all fucked, huh? We're all fucked. We're all being hung out to dry by the fucking 5G overlords, the reptilian people. The um, Another girl hit me up recently, and I was just like, why did I find her annoying again? And I realize, if it's just like, when a woman is a staunch feminist, and you're just like, okay, okay, you're a feminist, but then you realize, ah, oh, you're not actually a feminist. You're just annoying. <laughs> That's why I couldn't hack you. You're just like, everything is wrong and nothing. You're just like, nah, you're not a feminist, actually. You're just very annoying. And you're, ah, it's, it's not my cup of tea that you're this annoying. Not my cup of tea. It's also not my cup of tea. People keep asking you, um, same questions about quarantine. I think it's time for us. Here's if you need some answers, I post this on my Instagram, but I'll read it out to you. Why? Because because you're who's and I'm nice to you. Here's here's a template for answering everyone's question. Yeah, it's weird. Ah, it's not bad. It's just staying inside. Yeah, it's boring. Yeah, I know. No, I know. Yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> yeah, toilet paper. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> no, I don't want to have sex. Thanks. Um there's the questions for everyone that's all you need now for everyone's question everyone has the same question and it's non-stop and it's relentless and um it's it's full on so there's no need to ask everyone's having the same boring time you know something was major you'd hear about it um everyone's bored they're just trying to pass away the day writing sex poems maybe you're out there knitting who knows um who knows it's just a lot of dissonance you know <laughs> it's just a lot of dissonance out there in the world maybe that was right actually did we get it did we get it or did we not i don't know i heard my neighbor crying the other day um and i closed the window didn't know what to do so i shut it out because he was crying because he couldn't find a man he's in quarantine he couldn't find a man and that's why he started crying and it's like shut the fuck <laughs> What? What? Okay, come on, the fuck. There's people out there like faking they have the fucking corona in LA just to be dramatic. Just to get so, oh, you okay? I, you guys, a lot of you might not know, but I was sick a while ago and yeah, I didn't get tested or anything, but wow, what a harrowing time. Here's my experience of the corona and I hope it'll help some. It's like, ah, oh, shut the f- You didn't have it. You had a cold, you had the fucking flu. Start pretending and then be like, did you have it? And be like, well, I think so. I call out a few people. I message them being like, did you have that? Because I saw you then. They'll be like, no, I don't actually think I did. And her post is just, ah, I'm so happy you're still, uh, yeah, me too. I'm so happy I'm alive. It's like, shut up. Shut up. The rage. That brings me rage. I saw a guy fucking littering the other day. I was driving back from buying food. And a guy was crossing the street with his... Uh, with a woman next to him and uh, he was opening an ice cream and he ripped off the paper and he just threw it in the bush and the rage and disbelief that went through my body was astronomical it was unreal i've never i was like oh maybe it's all the pent-up rage of having to stay indoors all the time 
And then there was more paper on the fucking ice cream. And he did it again. And he was crossing the street. And he just threw it on the ground. And his chick didn't say anything. And I couldn't believe it. And I started beeping at him. So I was trying to turn. I was beeping. I was like, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. But the window was up and he couldn't hear me. And he was just, he ignored me. And he just kept walking. And I'm beeping. And I couldn't turn because he was walking. And the guy behind me started beeping. And I was like, what you fuck? I can't go on. He's already literally. It's oh, it's great rage. I highly admit it. Um it's the kind of rage i get for seeing people dancing on tiktok i actually don't mind some of them it's just comedians who are not good at tiktok and you're just like oh are you trying to embarrass yourself while you're in quarantine that's cool i find the weirdest thing about tiktok is that these people are all um sober they're dancing sober incredible really truly that's mind-boggling it's like i remember watching this documentary before and it was about porn or something and there was a dude i'll never forget him he'd always say i'm i'm not gay i just i just have gay i just do gay porn and he's out there just fucking men all the time and he's not gay in america they were like okay yeah (laughs) that's that's the confusion i get seeing people on tiktok too you're like oh okay yeah oh i kind of get it I, i kind of um is i feel like this is the week as well i'm seeing a lot of women now especially in la i don't know about elsewhere but you ever know a woman you know when she's bored when she suddenly decides i'm a lesbian now <laughs> my, my, i'm sick of man I'm, I'm a lesbian now and you're just like ah, i think you're just doing this for attention i think it is just a little bit of show that you're like are you really lesbian or are you just, uh, just Usually it's drink that they'll do it for attention. Come on, let's kiss and all the boys would look at us. <laughs> but now it's just boredom. It's just pure boredom. I feel bad for bisexuals too. Because imagine having to deal with men and women. I only get to deal with dating women. And you're just like, what the fuck? But I know men are worse to be dealing with. The texts, the annoying fucking giblets and snippets and fucking trinkets. I know men must be more annoying than women because women are very annoying. But men, we are worse, 100%. But imagine being bisexual and you're getting, you're texting, you're out there, you're dating and you're dealing with men and women. How do you not go mental? How do you not go mental? I've never seen a man get so bored. Like a woman, if she was so bored, she's like, I'm a lesbian. I've never seen a man being like fucking i'm bored i might be gay now <laughs> i might give that a whirl just for the hell of it actually yeah unless there's meth involved then i suppose that's the main difference women don't meet, need meth to be lesbians <laughs> women don't need meth to be fake lesbians um but men need meth more often than not to be fake gay and i suppose that's a great place not to end um podcast uh shout out to our sponsors um my sex poems if you want some sex poems hit me up on instagram at the marquez twitter at trickadoo um just writing sex poems making some money you know free flowing it's great i feel like people are getting cooped up a lot of horny women at home there's a lot of horny dudes at home too i feel bad if you're a guy and you're going to dump your girlfriends just before the quarantine but things it wasn't the right time and you chickened out because that's what us men do we pussy out of us we can't get out so you're stuck in it and you're like oh shit 
I missed the window. Oh, God. And now they're in quarantine with their woman. And all of a sudden, the guys are saying stuff like, eh, babe, we should use a condom, I'd say. <laughs> if you go back using condoms, it's over. It's done. So if you're at home with your man and he's saying, um, we, should, we should try condoms, just know it's over. It's over. It's over. What's the female? I'm going to go on the pill. She probably wouldn't even tell you. She'd just be on it. I suppose that's one good thing to be a woman. You wouldn't have to. You could just do the pill and no one knows the difference. Or you could be sneaky and say, yeah, I'm on the pill and no one would know the difference either. So, you know, ladies, there's, there's a twofer. Think about which way you want to fall. Do you want to go on it or go off it? God only knows. I should have ended a couple of minutes ago, I'd say. So, you know, <laughs> I like to peter out. like to peter out. Um, this is me leaving a room after I've had sex. I don't know how to leave, so I keep talking and they turn monotone. And eventually, the person's like, "You know, I can go." And I'm like, "Thank you." And she's like, "You're welcome." I wish you left halfway through sex when you started singing George Michael to me. That was a low point for me. <laughs> and I'll be like, "Ah, oh, yes, we got George Michael in four times. That means we can name the episode after." Him. All right, goodbye. Good talk. Go out there now. Listen to some good music. Read some good books. And um, have a little wank for yourself you know it's vital in these times uh, whatever you need get through the old you need heroin take a hit take a hit and uh, best of luck goodbye good talk go on good do good talk good do good do good do